Hey, pals. We're the gals, and coming at you for another beautiful week. I know you missed us last week. I know you missed us. Too much shit was going on, though, so pause on that. Yes, I do apologize. It was mostly my fault. I had a lot of um, unforeseen shit happen, and my wonderful partner so graciously allowed it to slide (laughs) a little bit. So again, I do apologize for taking that brief moment of um, weakness, you know, but we're back. We're back and ready, bitches. Here we are. Don't even apologize. It's COVID. Everything is a moment of weakness. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. A lot of things has happened in the past couple of weeks in the United States and of course around the world. But this week we are going to focus on the States. So, yeah, it's literally said, too spicy, too spicy right now. Mm, I mean, do you yeah. want to start with, I don't know, motherfucking election maybe that happened? That might yeah. have been a little important? Not, you know, not like it completely dominated every form of social media and news outlet for the last two weeks. Uh. No, of course <laughs> not. Um, so... We're going to talk about the election results briefly. You know, we know everyone's probably seen it. If you've been on Twitter, literally anywhere, you know, you've seen it. You understand it. Um, but Biden won 306 to 232. That's reported by the New York Times. If you're going by the Associated Press, who, like, technically hasn't called Georgia yet, I think it's, like, 290 to 232, whatever. Um, but, yeah, the Times called Georgia, because it was 99% recording, and but the AP still have it as he just has a lead. Um, but either way, doesn't matter, Georgia or not, he won. Um, a lot of people were happy. A lot of people were relieved. I know a ton of immigrants, um, women, a lot of li- liberal people were, were super relieved. Um, and a lot of conservatives and Trump supporters were not. <laughs> um, so as we all know, this election result really came down to like, unexpected swing states like Arizona, like Pennsylvania, Georgia, Michigan, um, states that were like, oh, what the frickin'? Um, and the reason Biden won was due, toward the end when his, because in all of those states, it seemed like like Trump was was leading um, when you count the, the day of ballots. Um, but Biden won because of the overwhelming amount of Democrat mail-in ballots. Um, so if you remember, you know, they count mail-in ballots last. So that's why the numbers toward the end spiked the other in, in Biden's favor because they're getting through all the ballots that were mailed in. Um, a lot of people wanted to use that as a point of contention to say that the election was unfair, but it wasn't. It is just the order that they counted the ballots. There has been no evidence of election fraud with the mail-in ballots, with the day of of voting, nothing like that has any evidence behind it. So don't listen to it. It's just people not wanting to believe the results. Um, but yeah, so Trump, in many of his rallies before Election Day, discouraged his supporters from doing the mail-in ballot route. He was like, don't do it, full of fraud, blah, 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 blah. So most of them did not do it. That is why all of the, almost all of the mail-in ballots were Democratic and shifted to Biden in the end phases of counting. So because of the mail-in ballots in those states, Biden took the lead and he won. Um, 
So a lot of people, as you know, have been saying that this was a fraudulent election, that people need to stop counting or you're stealing the count or, 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 or those fame, you know, those slogans have been floating around. Um, however, top government officials, industry officials um, say, you know, they issued a statement on Thursday. So what was that? The 13th, 12th, the 12th. They issued a statement on the 12th saying that this election was the most secure election in American history and that there was no evidence that any voting system had deleted or lost votes, changed votes, or was in any way compromised. So everyone is saying this is like the most secure we've ever been. So there has been no election fraud. Um, If anyone wants to, to... read up on that. I know the New York Times did a great article. I read it and I was surprised where they called all 50 states and personally asked them if there were any traces of fraud. And, you know, the the the, the body in charge of counting those votes in all 50 states said that was there was none. So if you want to read that, it's so interesting. They just literally called them up and they were like, okay, let's get to the bottom of this. So check that out if you're interested. But, um, but, you know, that that's not enough. You know, we've had the election results for a while, for, for a couple of days now, but people still aren't happy. Um, so right. there's been this thing called, called many names, um, but it happened in D.C. yesterday. Uh, it's called the Million MAGA March or the March for Trump or Stop the Steal, D.C., uh, what what do we think about that? Bullshit. That's what I like to think of it. It is called bullshit. It is called walking privilege. It is called I don't see a fucking mask in sight, according to the videos. It's called the only time I've been oppressed is when I'm asked to wear a mask, so I don't even know what oppression is. It is called stale white bread, okay? <laughs> that is what it is. I can smell the nickels from the other side of this left. Like it is ridiculous. Okay. Yeah, people are out there with their flags, with their with their Trump memorabilia. They they got it going. They're they're with their their guns, with their knives, with their flags. As she said, the fuck are you holding a flag for if you got an AK forty seven? The fuck are you defending? What what freedom has been taken away from you? Let me know. The freedom to have a dictator. Come on, stay on board. <laughs> oh, I do apologize to the people. I forgot. Yeah, but like so many people turned out. Right. There's so many. I would like to know a specific number. I've been looking through since this morning, since about six, at the articles that have been updated for this quote unquote million mega march, um, at the number of individuals who actually attended. So far, not a given number has been, you know, stated. Um, they've just been saying that many people. And it's like, many is how many? Like, what? what is it, like 200? More than that? I'd like to know. But at least one person has been stabbed that has been reported, and 20 individuals have been arrested. These individuals have been arrested due to either carrying weapons, battery, assault on those charges. Um... For this march, it was, of course, broadcasted that counter-protesters such as BLM should stay home. Why? Because individuals such as the Proud Boys, um, known members of the KKK group, 
as well as other white supremacy groups have been um, in this, you know, march for freedom, as they say. I just wanted to put it like, no, you're, I just wanted to let people know, like, for a lot of people who are like, don't brand it that way, the, the Proud Boys and a lot of other white supremacy groups or figures promoted the march and were there. So this is not speculation. They they all promoted it. They all got the word out to their to their people, and obviously people attended. So yes, there were white supremacists there. Yes, there were members of the Proud Boys there. Like just to state that. This is correct, and you can actually find that information on if you want to go to Independent UK, which is a news source that's pretty credible. They're really nice. Um, BBC also tried to do a small coverage on it, and of course you have your not so reliable, but yet better than other sources such as CNN. And if you really, 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 really want maybe some NBC, um, they have all done certain articles on this issue thus far, talking about the different far right groups that have attended or has promoted the event. So um, it's just been hectic. It's been crazy. There have also been two police officers that were supposedly hurt Um and as well as one journalist that was also stabbed in the ear again, supposedly, since there in have the not ear? been confirmed. I'm sorry. In the ear? I didn't in know the- that's where they were stabbed. Yep, the ear. I don't know exactly how it happened, but it was supposedly the ear. You can see a little dangly piece of it in a video. It was really no. gross to look at. Um And as I said, these are all supposedly, since none of the main news sources have been able to do an article on it because it has happened in the past couple of hours and you can only, you know, release things so soon without it being proofread by certain people, without having all the correct sources and, um, you know, all that stuff. So, of course, be on the lookout in the next few hours for an article, hopefully updating the wonderful march that took place uh, last night. Oh my God! Um, I did notice um, that at this march, uh, there were no rubber bullets, uh, no tear yeah, gas. No, uh, right, this wasn't violent. Stabbing individuals. I'm just saying. Wasn't violent. I'm just saying. If you just see someone walking around with an AK, I get people and their gun rights. Go for it. You know. However, an automatic weapon in a heavily civilian area. It's right. scary, <laughs> uh, but there were no rubber bullets. There were no. There was no tear gas. There was no like. I, were the police even in riot gear? I don't think I've seen a picture of them. I believe that they were just in their bulletproof vests and helmets. A few of them, according to the pictures, held some shields, but it was very okay. like scattered. It wasn't like you know the uniformed motherfucking position that they were in for the other riots. Excuse me. Right. What we like to say as riots. Right. Uh, yeah, just wanted to point that out, too. But um, there were a ton of skirmishes. I know even because the news was developing, even if no one got stabbed or shot, like there were a lot of like fist fights um, between people at the MAGA march and counter protesters. So there are a lot of little fights everywhere. That's right. <sighs> and it kind of sucks. But, you know, what are we going to do? This yeah. kind of uh, turmoil. I know. And I don't think this is going to be the last one. People are still very much on the case that they feel like somehow the election was stolen. So I can only see this continue to be ongoing for right now. Right. But 
I don't know, man. I don't know what to say. Yeah. Shifting out of that, let's get out of that. Um, we're gonna do a little sports story. I'm not a sport person. I don't care for it, but we made some history, so you know, props where props is due and all that. Um, if any of you've heard for MLB, Major League Baseball, okay, Major League Baseball, um, the first female general manager in all of MLB history was just hired by the Miami Marlins. She is also the first Asian American general manager in baseball history. Um, her name is Kim and I can't pronounce it last one because I'm illiterate. Um, but definitely read the articles about her. Um, she had worked with the Yankees for, and they won three World Series titles while she was there as assistant general manager. Um, she had previously like interviewed for other roles at like other like other general manager roles. So she's been trying at this for a period of time. So it's not like she was just randomly promoted. Sis been trying, you know, because she she got. She got the skills. Um, But since 2011, Kim had worked in the commissioner's office um, as a senior vice president for baseball operations. So she, like, she in there. She is a baseball. Like, she knows what it's like. (laughs) She is a baseball. I love it. Is a baseball. Like, she's just there. She knows what's up. Um, So what does a general manager do for baseball? I don't fucking know. So I looked it up. So the general (laughs) manager... Is usually responsible for like building the team itself. So like player recruitment, if you're trading people, which is in all of sports, super important because you want to get good people, you want to lose good people. It's it's a whole it's a whole thing, um, and development as well as hiring all the other staff that works with the team. So she has a really big role in like cultivating and creating a team. And if people have won World Series under her freaking, you know, her watchful eye. Bro, hire that lady. Um, so someone finally did. So it's 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 a big deal because no woman, much less Asian woman, had ever been promoted to this to this role. So you know we clapping it up for her. We clapping it up for the people breaking those glass ceilings. Honestly, she's gonna take that team to another level, and I wish her the best of luck if she happens to hear this. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but. Shifting again from sports, something I know nothing of, um, mm. we're going to go into a little bit of a sad matter. Um, it goes in cahoots with the state of our wonderful country today, and it is, excuse me, <clears throat> that a young boy, a young black boy, by the name of Kwan Charles, also called Bobby, um, in the rural town of Louisiana, had you know, he'd gone missing um, on October 30th. And the his family and his close family friends have gone to the police multiple times and they went almost two weeks without any updates, any leads, literally no answers. Um, but with that being said, he's a 15-year-old young man and his body was found in the sugarcane field about 20 miles away from his home. So, you know, it's that's a little s- suspicious. So the family tried to take it under themselves and tried to figure out what happened to their young man. So they had um they had put his body under an autopsy obviously, and nothing has been released yet. And again, that is also suspicious activity 
usually as soon as a body is sent to autopsy, um, a report is given within uh, a week because a body only lasts so long. Of course, lacerations, whatnot, external factors could last for longer, but internal things could not. Um, so you have to get those out right away. However, the medical examiner's office said that a full report can take up to 12 weeks, yet the local oh, sheriff's no. department has already... Right. That's not right. It makes no sense, but... <laughs> They, I don't know. <clears throat> They've already deemed the circumstances around his death suspicious. Now, if the sheriff department in a rural town has said <laughs> that his death is suspicious, you, you know that it is suspicious. On the right okay. side of his mouth, there was an incision um, and the majority of his lips were gone. They took his lips? That's that's according to the picture, you know, according to the autopsy. The, um, we don't know what happened yet, the medical examiner, okay? Nothing is said in stone. Um, it, it's crazy, though. There are a few pictures out there. I would, of course, advise that if you don't have a very strong stomach, not to look at it. I don't know if it's been blurred out by now. I'm sure you can still find it, but um, they are pretty disheartening. Um, so just be careful. It's... He's been found with certain lacerations around his body that may lead to a uh, a certain conclusion. However, that being said, they don't want to put anything out there yet. They're waiting for the toxicology report to come back from this 15-year-old oh. that disappeared from his home. Okay? Because, you know, that always uh, provides an insight as to why they passed away. Is there um, is there any information about a projected time of death? Like you said, he went missing on October thirtieth. Mm -hmm. um, it's the fifteenth of November right now. So, so did they really? Unless that comes out with the report, there's no like he died six days after he went missing. Like no, nothing like that. No time frame. Nope. It's uh, said mm -hmm. that he. That that would be put out with the uh, medical examiner's report. So, okay. of course, uh, we're going to probably not know anything until, I don't know, maybe January. That's, like, not right, though. Like, on regular other freaking murder cases, you would literally know, like, the next freaking day. I've, I'm sure it takes time, but, like, in the news cycle, it doesn't really take that long to get that information if there's been a murder or something. like. Right. Like... You know, they do some things with haste. Usually autopsies are done with haste. Yeah, because okay? if you are, if you find a body and it's already decomposing, you really don't have that much time. Right, and that's why it usually doesn't, doesn't take that long. So, mm. as I said, it's this, according to the uh, marks around his neck and mm. the parts of his body that are missing, they are reporting... They are without, of course, any concrete proof because, as I said, the medical examiner's report has not been released. They are saying that he's been lynched to death, that he was tortured at first and then lynched. This 15-year-old young man in Louisiana mm -hmm. is, is what's being said. He has lacerations around his neck that showed rope burns. Um, I don't know where else that could come from. So, I mean, of course, you tell me what you think. You look it up. My sources, of course, again, are BBC. I also used NBC. 
<clears throat> I used um, the Iberia Parish, which is a local um, Louisiana mm -hmm. uh, news source, to also try to see if I could find a different piece of information, you know, closer to uh, home, necessarily. Right, yeah. And I that's where I saw the pictures. So as I said, be careful going into this while looking at the pictures. It is disheartening. Um, it is sad. He is missing chunks of his face. Oh, no. It's... You know, that sounds like... Okay, I've been watching Lovecraft Country. That sounds like some, like, white devil shit, bro. Like, that's not... That's not like a regular... Not to even be terrible, because we live in a terrible world, but that doesn't sound like a regular lynching. Like... You know, beat them like, yeah. A lot of people who've been lynched are usually beaten first and then hung. But the missing the lips, the miss—that's someone cut that shit out, and that's not—that's not kosher. Right. It's it's disheartening. Um, yeah. That's so, of and he was only fifteen. He was a child. That's a um, child. It's, it should show that you should just always be safe, always be aware of your surroundings, always know who you're going with, who is around you at certain times, because sh this shit that happens, unforgivable. Should not happen. Not in this day and age. Shouldn't have happened back then, should it? Hell no, should not happen now. Absolutely not. But here we are. Here I am telling you about yet another disheartening story of another Black individual that this has happened to. Of course, we have seen this happen to other individuals of color. Um, this just shouldn't happen at all. Not not where we, not in America. Not where we're the mm. backbone. Yeah. Ridiculous. Moving aside from the sad story, what is going on? Um, Got that background music. <laughs> right. I don't know where it's coming from though. It might be one of the news tabs. They sometimes auto-play videos, and I swear to God. Okay. I'm so sorry. You're going to have to cut that shit out. I'm going to keep that whole shit in. <laughs> <laughs> Moving aside from that, let's delve into the environment. Yeah, because we love to keep it updated with our environment, because we fucking need it. So you better know about it. <laughs> Oh, do you want to start oh. with uh, what's going on in Florida? You know, of course. So the ass crack of America is, of course, being hit by storms. Are we surprised? No. However, these storms are a lot wetter and a lot longer than usual. <laughs> no pun Why you had to say it was wetter? <laughs> they got that wet. Honestly, they do. Um, it, it's not funny. The planet is dying, but here I am laughing. Um, climate change. As we all know, climate change does not exist, but seems to be playing an awful big role in our current storms um, this year. So, as you know, Florida was just hit with a big tropical uh, storm. Uh, Florida, I mean Florida, Texas was also hit with a lot of rain two weeks after Hurricane Dorian. So we just want to know why these storms are getting stronger. Why are they taking so long to like disperse as they normally would after a couple of days? And why the hell is there so much rain? So 
as I said, you know, climate change doesn't exist, but it definitely does. We <laughs> have, <laughs> as you know, the earth wholeheartedly has been getting um, a little bit warmer. With this being said, warm winds and cold winds do not mix very well, and it turns into rather large storms. That's where we get hurricanes form is when we have opposing winds. Now, the warmer and the faster the wind speeds get, the more moisture, the more precipitation is produced. That leads to a wetter storm, right? Now, what happens is usually a counterwind would happen and the storm would disperse after a few days or after a few hours, depending on how long it, how strong the winds are. Um, it's taking a lot longer for them winds to show up, you know? They usually like, knock, knock, I'm here, bitch. But now it's like, I'm gonna take my time, I'm gonna take the scenic route, and then I'm gonna get there. That makes the storm stay there for longer. We don't need that in our lives right now. At all. It's not good. At, like, it's devastating. And then, aside from that, with the extra rainfall... Sea level, it increases the water levels um, around the surrounding like area that the storm has unfortunately hit, and it raises the sea level. I mean, it, it helps with the sea level rising. Um, of course, the ice caps is what is raising that, but we don't have to get into that right now. Warmer air also holds more of the atmospheric water vapor which enables the tropical storm to strengthen and unleash more precipitation. So it is because that the earth is getting warmer, we're having warmer air, warmer air produces more moisture, more moisture leads to more rain, that leads to a longer storm, it leads to a stronger storm because then it has basically more firepower, which we do not need in a storm, um, and it makes them slower in terms of it being done. So... And that leads, a tropical storm can easily turn into a hurricane, um, and we don't need that. So, but like, Florida is the ass crack, so I think it's okay. Oh my god, um, sorry to all of our woke Floridians, but um, yeah, I, I know a, a lot of people don't want to really pay attention to these stories because there's a lot of people who, I don't know, deny fact. Um, and say that climate change is not a real thing and it's not happening. And then everyone else just looks at these devastating storms that destroy homes and families and um, hurricanes. Like this has been one of the worst hurricane seasons we've ever had. Mm -hmm. Just by the sheer number of, hur of hurricanes that formed at once and hit multiple parts of, of Central, South, and North America. So... I don't know, maybe we should be taking it a bit more seriously or are literally going to die. Like, I know one of the tropical storms we had, like, a while ago. I don't even know if there was a name. But a remnant, as you were saying, it takes so long to dissipate. There were a lot of remnants that came up to the north. Like, we had a couple of those storms in New York where it was just, like, sent to be just, like, whatever didn't dissipate from a storm that had hit Florida. And let me tell you, it caused just the little ends of this storm caused blackouts. It caused tree down. It caused so much issues. Like there were roads where I live that there were poles and trees down that they had to shut off the roads. I'm like, what is this? And that's not even, that wasn't even the full storm. That was literally just a little baby bit that came up here. 
this is not a game. Right. I think it lasted where I am at for like a solid 15, 20 minutes of like wind and rain. Bro, classes were canceled for the rest of that day. Yeah. <laughs> because nobody could be in or out of the parking lots. We had like live electric wires on the ground. It was crazy. But one little, I guess, maybe not so uplifting, but uplifting tidbit is why the hell do y'all have these big ass dinosaurs? I saw a picture <laughs> of a dinosaur, okay, just chilling at the side of like somebody's lawn, I think it was. And he was like, it looked like he was waiting for like the green light to like go into the flooded waterways. I was concerned. <laughs> if any Floridians are listening to us, can you like deny or confirm this? Was there an actual fucking alligator just chilling? Like a big ass alligator. It looked real oh comfortable God. walking on four legs, bro. It, its legs were blown. <laughs> it was about to stand up, TBH. So, honestly, but I mean, hey, animals, right? Right. Oh yes. <laughs> Speaking of my animals, we have our boom second double whammy environmental story for you. So, when we want, you know, we want to save the environment, make people more aware. Not only does that mean storms and stuff, but that also means wildlife. Um, so the American gray wolf is, is what we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna throw some tidbits in there about. So for the last 45 ish years, the American gray wolf had been on the endangered species, like protection list for the U S they used to be like the boss coast to coast. They used to be all across America, but then they were often on trophy hunting, like lists so a lot of poachers and stuff trophy hunted them to, to near extinction they were nearly wiped clean by like the mid-1900s so because their numbers are literally dwindling and they're about to go extinct 40 years ago they were like all right put them on the endangered species list. don't hunt them anymore so today there are only 6,000 gray wolves in America. And most of them live in the Rocky Mountains or a couple of them. There's a a patch of them that also live in the Western, like the Great Lakes region. So, you know, Michigan and shit like that. But only 6,000. These wolves used to run shit, okay? And now there's only a couple communities left. The Trump administration, um, so endearingly, decided to take that wolf off of the endangered species list, saying that the population had sufficiently recovered, um, that this was everything that their conservation groups wanted, you know, they're up, they're up again. So take them off the list. I don't, I don't know about you, but a uh, 6,000 does not seem to be to me a very big freaking number to then be placed back on, I don't know, open season for trophy hunters and stuff. So that totally friggin' sucks, bro. They're like such an important part of the ecosystem and keeping like like a lot of conservation groups who are watching around the uh, the Rocky Mountains who like really kept an eye on these like wolf packs noted that like their increasing numbers and their effect on the eco the, the local ecosystem that they lived in and they like obviously helped with population control of a lot of the deers and elks and stuff that live in those areas so you know their numbers going up helps control the numbers of all the other woodland creatures and it just mm, brings the freaking ecosystem to some homeostasis look at that i'm crossing some fucking words bro but 
you know, now that they're <laughs> now that they're off the list, people will start to hunt them again because no one is telling them no. So a lot of conservation groups are like, this is short-sighted, this is not right, because you're gonna hunt them back into freaking extinction. But all we know right now is that the ban has been lifted and there have been promises to fight this in court. So if you see, if you live around that area, protect your gray wolf, bro. We're going to have like six by the time Christmas rolls around. Like, I just don't see how everyone was like, yeah, you're extinction. And now there's only 6,000 of you. You're fine. That does not equate. (laughs) It took 45 years. For them They're to like get six hundred, like amazing. But that is what we have for you this week. We try to give you a little bit of everything. Woo woo! Yeah. <laughs> so as usual, follow us on our Twitter at IGMP Podcast. Let us know if you have any suggestions. We know a lot of you are listening now. We've been watching the metrics. Uh, so let us know what you think. If you can leave us ratings or reviews on any platform that you listen on, please do that and share us with your friends. Yes, and this is a growing process for us. We are still learning. So, of course, if you have any tips or tricks that may help us that you think can help us, of course, let us know. We're new to this and we out here trying our best. However, with the little conspiracy theory thing that we tried to start, we are hopefully going to have a new one out for you by the time Christmas rolls around. That's going to be our little special. So if you have any ideas for that, let us know. Again, tweet us or, you know, tweet us. Probably tweet us. That'd be fun. Tweet us. Until next time, pals. We're the gals. We out. Bye. <laughs>